Hello, my name is Jasmine, and you are listening to Audacity with Jasmine T. Today, I have a very special guest with me, Miss Princess Pope. She is the owner of Guns and Roses Boutique in downtown Dallas. Hello, hello. So, Miss Pope, tell me about yourself. What do you do? Well, I am the owner of Guns and Roses Boutique here in downtown Dallas. I'm actually. I would have to say that I'm also a fashion extraordinaire. Um, I've been in the retail fashion industry for over 10 years. So whenever wow. you've done something for 10 years, you have mastered that craft. So um, being a boutique owner, you wear many helmets. I am the CEO of the store, as well as accounts receivable, accounts payable. I do all the buying, um, a lot of styling here. I have a phenomenal team. Okay. So yeah, Mrs. Guns and Roses. Wow, that's amazing. So you really are a fashion extraordinaire. So you've been doing this for 10 years. Yes, 10 years plus. Wow, that's amazing. I applaud you on that. Thank you. Um, So what was your motivation behind creating a boutique or what inspired you to enter the fashion industry? I've always had a fashion uh, passion for fashion. I graduated from the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising in Los Angeles, California. Okay. So once I graduated from um, FIDM, I opened a boutique in Oakland, California. I'm originally from the Bay Area. Okay. So I had a boutique there. It was called Lipstick Boutique, and um, I had a business partner then, and it was all women's clothes. So it was cool. I would like to say that part of my life was kind of like schooling. We knew Mm -hmm. what we were doing, but we didn't really know what we were doing. But um, we made do the best way we knew how. And when I came to Dallas, I came to visit um, back in 2007 when the Super Bowl was here in Dallas. And I remember um, just coming to Dallas, loving the city, and saying, yes, I need to open up a store here. But I knew that I wanted to do both men and women's because people used to come to our store all the time and guys used to kind of sit back but they wanted to be able to shop in the the blissfulness of the boutique so Mm -hmm. i knew that i wanted to do both men and women's clothes so when i came here to dallas i decided to do both men men and women's clothes and that's when the boutique took off um we were able to cater to the dallas cowboys the mavs um big sean's clothing line Mm -hmm. or gold um back in 2011 and um, we became a mecca for anything fashion or entertainment. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. So you really, you have that perspective from both sides because you've done business on the West Coast and mm-hmm. also in the South as well. Yes. So you do you like doing business in Dallas better or what, what were the pros and cons? I would say California, um, very much more liberal. So if you're going to the Grammys, per se, I mean, it's not surprisingly to see someone with some slim fitted jeans, some wax denim with a nice blouse. You know, that's L.A. You can wear flip flops if you want to. Right. So in the South, you know, in the Midwest and even the East Coast, you dress it up a little bit more. Right. Um, people have a little bit more money to spend mm-hmm. and they're a little nicer. Yeah. So I appreciate being here in the south yeah so the culture is different hospitality yeah yes yes well i'm we're glad to have you thank you definitely to be here (laughs) definitely so you said you've always been passionate about fashion Mm -hmm. like even when you were a little girl growing up you knew you wanted to go into fashion yes for sure my mom told me i was born in 1981 
So that's giving my age away. But yeah, um, I was born in 81, the year Princess Di became princess. So my mom named me Princess Divine. But she told me growing up, I didn't like a spot on my dress or I didn't like mismatched socks. So yeah. yeah, I guess I always had a keen sense of fashion. Wow. Wow. So you basically just tapped into that mm-hmm. as you grew older. Mm-hmm. That's that's amazing. Um, so what would you say sets you apart in the fashion industry, like in your market? What differentiates you from your competitors? Well, um, I like to look at things as um, really no competition at all. Okay. You know, so I, I, I create the trends. I, I really okay. don't find what anyone else is doing. Or I may look at what someone else is doing just so I can tweak mine and do it differently. You know, um, I think what sets me apart from everyone else is that um, we exude greatness. Mm -hmm. I remember having to argue with my construction worker because he wanted the fitting room to be a certain size. And I said, no, I like oversized fitting rooms. So I want my customers to be able to have oversized fitting rooms. So the difference between me and another company is that I'm willing to go to bat. I'm willing to battle. I'm willing to fight for whatever it is that I believe in. And that's bringing in that unique piece bringing in the correct fabric, getting the correct fit, and all of the above. So Yes, I love that you said it's the greatness and the excellence that sets you apart because a lot of the times it's not even that you have to just reinvent the wheel, do something completely different, but it's how you do it, how you present that product and that service to your customers that makes you different and And, creates that experience. Creating that experience. Yes. 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 I love that. Even just sitting in your boutique now, it's, I feel that, that welcoming, that warm spirit that makes me just want to stay here. I don't want to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, that's what we, and it feels like home. We get a lot of clients that you come in from out of town and they don't even have to know where they're going. The first stop is Guns N' Roses and they'll find out where they're going from there. So you can find out, well, what's the new restaurant or where should I get my hair done? Or can you book me a makeup appointment or what's going on tonight? I need a table. So all of those things happen right here at Guns N' Roses Boutique. Wow. So what I hear you saying is that it's not just about the clothes, but it's really about the customer and creating a sense of community for them and making them feel at home. For sure. I love that. So... What are some challenges that you face being a young woman in a male-dominated industry? Um, And what is some advice that you would give to other young women who are looking to enter into this industry? Um, I would say the consistency, you know, being able to be consistent. We are going on our fifth year here. Congratulations. Um, So thank you. So that's really exciting. But we had a couple boutiques that kind of tried to come for us, you know. So you'll have that. You'll have people that say, oh, she's doing it. I know I can do it, you know. So that's a good and bad thing because if if I'm doing it, you you can do it. You can't do it quite like me. But, yeah, you can do it too. So for the women out there, I would say the most important thing is to start. You know, Mm. just starting with whatever you have. I remember bringing furniture from home, bringing mirrors from home just to fill up the store. A couple years later, I was able to take those pieces back home, you know. So what what people feel like, oh, I need X, Y and Z to start this business or I need to be rich. But you may not ever be rich. Start with what you have and then get rich or die trying. (laughs) I love that you said that. And it's really powerful because that just brings in the aspect of 
being willing to take that risk and having the audacity to to go after it. A lot of people feel like, okay, well, I want to start a business. I need to have this, 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 and this. And a lot of the times it's just like, no, you just need to have the idea mm-hmm. and then be willing to work and right. put in the work right. and make it happen. Right. I love that. Okay. So how do you balance? I think this is a really good question. Okay, awesome. How do you balance um, work? family, and self-care. I know for a lot of young women, we're out here grinding, making it happen, making moves, and then sometimes we forget about ourselves. Yeah, it's hard to balance it, especially being an entrepreneur. Um, Yeah. Your family, you know, they kind of understand, but sometimes you have to, you know, I, I have a planner, and I'm not able to stick to the planner all the time, but sometimes I plan the time for my family. So I know that I'm taking this day off. But yeah, your family will get upset, but they know. They know the struggle and they know the struggle firsthand. So they see it. They see, you know, oftentimes I work 12-hour days. So they know that I said that I was going to come meet with them on Saturday but when Saturday rolls around I'm I'm just tired guys so it's not they don't they don't hold me to it all the time but sometimes I have those dates on my calendar like hey look I'm taking the day off I have to go spend this time with my family right so um and then even with myself I, I sometimes put myself last because for me my business comes first right so it's it's a hard balance but sometimes you just have to just just do it yeah sometimes you have to just do it Okay, so what are, when you do get some time to set aside to yourself, Mm -hmm. what are some of your self-care practices? Like, what do you like to do to just kind of get yourself to just slow down and relax Mm -hmm. and breathe? I love to research. I have a lot of projects that I'm Uh working on, um, CEO talks where, where I'll be giving back to people, empowering people. And I just find myself, um, just doing sitting down and researching and sometimes that relaxes me I love fine dining I love um, dessert I travel a lot Um, I I like to just be able to just sit down and and read sometimes um, and just do nothing if I'm able just to do nothing which is probably quarterly (laughs) once every quarter then I take in those days and just do nothing do nothing. I like that. Sometimes we just feel like we have to always be doing something. But there's sometimes just, there's just so much peace in just mm-hmm. being able to sit there and do nothing. Yeah, and then when you have those days, it's almost like being sick. You don't get better until you take a full day off. Yeah. You know? And so when I have those days to where I do nothing, my, my juice is... It's, it's like a pick-me-up. So now yeah. I'm able to go hard for 10 more days right. because I spent that one day doing nothing. Right. So it's needed. That's really good. That's mm-hmm. that's some good advice. Um, so we've talked a little bit about taking risks and going out, doing something different, stepping out of your comfort zone when you talked about moving from California to Dallas to open your boutique. So what is some advice that you would give to those who want to follow their dreams and are experiencing fear and doubt when it comes to just thinking about taking risks? Well, if you're experiencing fear, you know, it, it comes down to a, a sermon that T.D. T. Jakes was speaking on, and it talks about the human power. Mm-hmm. So, you know, animals have different powers. The lions, they're strong, and they can use their teeth and um Others can camouflage and things like that. 
But for the humans, our power is our mind. So if you let your mind control you, then you're you're letting that power control what you're really able to do. So right. fear is is something that's controlled by your mind. So you can't let that fear control your power, which is the power that you have to do whatever you want to do. Wow. So you have to really own in on what it is that you want to do and build up the courage and do it. And combat that fear. Fear is almost like the devil. It is. So are you going to let the devil take over you? Or are you going to, you know, face that fear straight on? Are you going to face the devil straight on? Or are you going to let him take over your whole life? Yeah. Until you're old. Yeah. And then you get the courage at 80 years old. (laughs) At 80 years old. And it's funny you say that because the Bible says that God did not give us the spirit spirit of fear. fear. So it's just like, that's so accurate. That does not come from yeah, God. So when, so when, yeah, it doesn't come of God. So when it, when people say, oh, I'm scared or, you know, when and they have that fear, it's just like they're letting the devil sit in their path. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know. Yeah, you can't do that. You got to just be able to get overcome that. Mm-hmm. Overcoming, you have to. Because I feel like it's, for me personally, as scary as it is to take a risk and do something that's outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. that you're not used to, to me, it's equally as scary to stay stagnant mm-hmm. and to stay in a place where I'm not making progress and I'm not moving forward. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, which fear are you going to deal with? Yeah, let me, um, <laughs> I'll read this quote. I love quotes. Yes, and this <laughs> quote is by... And I quote. Okay, one moment, guys. I love quotes. So this quote is by um, Buddha. Okay. When asked what surprised him most about humanity, he answered, man sacrifices his health in order to make money. Then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health. And then he is so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present. The result being that he do, he does not live in the present or the future. He lives as if he is never going to die and then dies having never really lived. Wow. Yeah. And I've read that quote before. And, and when I saw it, I was just like, it's so true. It's so true. It's so true. We spend so much time doing things that don't really matter and that are not good for us, are not going to make us happy. And then you have to just, at some point, you have to just stop and think, why am I really doing this? Like, what is the purpose? Is mm-hmm. this to make me happy? Is this to help somebody? Is this, like, you have to self-reflect and self-evaluate sometimes and figure out what is... Is this good for me? Mm-hmm. If not, what am I going to do that's different? Exactly. And sometimes you have to, to, to in, uh, back to fear, handling your fear is writing out your fears. What are you afraid of? So you mm. can know it. So you know how to address them. And then handle them one at a time. Yeah. So you can just tackle them head on. You know? So yeah. go ahead and list out the fears. And I love that you said, because to me, that writing component is Mm -hmm. so powerful because a lot of the times things don't become real until we put it on paper, really sit down, take the time to think about it, write it out. And then when you see it, it's like, okay, right. this is what I'm dealing with. Let me figure out how I'm going to handle this. Let me make a plan. I love that. Yes. I really do. Okay. 
So I've been following you, um, your journey and your work mm-hmm. for a while. I see a lot of the philanthropic work that you do um, in the community. So what are you passionate about? What are your hobbies? What do you like to do outside of work? Um, well, I love to empower. I love to teach. Um, I feel like God has given me a spirit of um, of of just discernment and, mm. and knowing and reaching people that to bring people closer to him. So I'm able to relate to people on many different levels. I like mm. to say from the crack house to the white house yeah, and everywhere beautiful. in between. So, yeah. um, I'm very blessed to have given, to have been given everything that I need to survive. So I have mm. all the tools that I need to, to, to teach, to empower, to give, you know? So, um, I just, I I love to do just that. I love to give. I love to explore. I love to learn. um, And I just love to be married. Yes, that's amazing. I feel like uh, the fact that you you said you like to be married and like be happy, there's so much power in that. um, Because like you said, our power is in our mind. Our mind dictates really how we feel. A lot of times we think our heart is in control, but it's not. So if you make up your mind that you're going to be happy mm-hmm. and you're going to have joy, then that happens and other people catch on to it um, and it draws people to you. So I really love that you said that. Okay, so what do you do to relieve stress? To relieve stress, um, I might go have a mojito, I mean not a mojito, a Moscow mule. Okay. You know, um, and then I, I, I'm such a problem solver. Mm. So when I, when I see stress, I like to handle it head on because mm. I'm the one, you know, I've always been an entrepreneur, but I have, I've had jobs, but I always knew those jobs were just schooling. So I didn't let jobs get to me growing up. You know, some people are so stressful at work. Mm-hmm. So when you say that, it's just like, well, what is stress? Are, are they dying? Because if they're not dying... then it's really no stress because there is a a solution to this problem, you know? So I really don't let stress. I I was raised different. I don't, I'm not stressed. I don't let it really get to me. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. Cause that's the solution to every problem. It is. And I feel like a lot of the times, um, we're not even stressed just because we're stressed and it's a learned behavior. So because we're used to people around us who mm-hmm. are stressed out and then we pick up these tendencies and these behaviors and then we begin to act on them. But I like how you said that that there really is no stress. Like if you're not dying. Well, what is the, what is the big deal? What is the <laughs> problem? The deal? And let's work on solving the problem right. instead of focusing on the problem. Right. You know? Right. So that's how I... Um, that's how I handle. You're right. And then you really have to direct that energy. Um, that's so important because your energy and your mind, all that is powerful. So if you're using it to focus on the problem, then your problem is going to seem bigger than everything else you have going on. But if you use it to focus on a solution, then a problem just seems like it's right. not an issue at all because mm-hmm. you're focusing on finding a solution. Okay. So what... I know you said you like to learn, Mm -hmm. you like to research, so please share with the listeners, what are you reading, what websites, what what is it that you're feeding into your spirit that just helps you to produce greatness? Um, right now, I'm, I love this podcast. It's called The Great Girlfriends. Are you familiar with that? I haven't heard of it. Okay, The the Great Girlfriends, um. 
They're really, really good. Okay. And then um, I'm actually studying Oprah right now. Mm-hmm. I'm studying Oprah. Um, she spoke about a book. I have some notes from when I was looking on Sunday. I wanted to share this book with you guys. It's by Gary Kova. And it talks about finding your authentic power. And that's where mm-hmm. I'm at right now. So it talks about when the personality um, fully comes to serve. So when you're able to give all of you without wanting anything in return, that's finding your authentic power. So wow. that's something that I'm um, focusing on right now. I love T.D. Jakes. I listen to his sermons all the time. And one thing that he talked about on Sunday is for our listeners is if you don't know your mission, you're not going to find the position. So some mm-hmm. people say, oh, I want to own a store or I want to be rich or I want to be this clothing the, the designer. But what is your mission behind it? Right. What is your mission? So if you don't know the mission of why you want to own this store, you're not going to get that position. So mm-hmm. people need to be in tune of themselves and, at, and ask themselves, well, what do I want to give? What is my intention? Right. You know? I think that's powerful. It's kind of going full circle back into just really figuring out what is it that you want to do? Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to be doing and then directing your energy? And are you doing it for the right reason? Mm. Well, you that's want this good. store for what? You want this this clothing line for what? You want to be a boss for what? Mm. That's good. A lot of people want things mm-hmm. and they don't even necessarily know what know their why. motivation is behind mm-hmm. wanting it. Wow. Wow. So, well, is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners? Anything else um, you want them to take away from this session? Well, I just want them to know and to find their mission. So, ask yourself today what is my mission? What am I set out to do? You know, I read a book, another book. This is one of my favorites. It's called Super Rich from Russell Simmons. Okay. And that's the state of needing nothing at all. People mm. think they're rich because they have the new Gucci on. You know, or you have the four-door Porsche or uh, whatever you may feel that's tangible that makes you rich. But being super rich is the the state of needing none of that and still being rich. The super rich is being able to walk outside today and doing all over again, you know. So um, I I just want people to own in on who they truly are and finding the mission. For that position. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Miss Pope, for all yes. of your wisdom and your knowledge yes. that you have shared with me and with our listeners. Um, can you please let everybody know how they can purchase your items from your boutique, all of these lovely clothes, how they can contact you or find yes, you yes, on social yes. media? Okay, guys, so you can shop Guns N' Roses Boutique 24 hours a day, and that's www.gunsandrosesboutique.com. If you want the full shopping experience, we are open Tuesday through Saturday, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. That's 2014 Commerce Street. We are closed Sunday and Monday. The Lord did say rest. And um, we have fashion extraordinaires on hand at all times. So if you need to come in and you really don't feel like shopping, you can have a seat. We'll make you a drink and we'll do the shopping for you. So you definitely want to come on down and get this um, fashion, entertainment, and retail therapy (laughs) experience rolled up into one giant space. Yes, yes. And then how can they reach you on social media? Social media? At Guns N' Roses Boutique for the store, my personal Instagram page, 
Princess the CEO. You can also find me on Facebook, and that's Princess Pope, P-O-P-E. Or you can leave us a Yelp review or look us up on Yelp, and that's Guns N' Roses Boutique. Well, thank you so much for your time, and I hope my lovely listeners definitely learned something today. You all be blessed.